Alright guys, Boo here at the Grind Scheme of Things. So, a few hours ago, I got a message from my virtual assistant. And, um, this one is overseas. And the message basically told me how they had just got flooded out by a typhoon. And they need time to clean up before getting back on board and that they would be available to start working, you know, in about a day or so. And <laughs> the funny thing about outsourcing, and I have to, you know, credit and blame, and that's a tongue-in-cheek kind of blaming, Tim uh, Ferriss in his book, 4-Hour Workweek, for this. In his book, The 4-Hour Workweek, Tim Ferriss walks the aspiring entrepreneur through a process of thinking and imagining uh, about how beautiful the future is when you find a perfect product that you can sell online and totally outsource and have um, systems in place to sell your product for you, right? But one of the things that I don't remember him talking about was how your assistants will have technical, logistical, you know, acts of God situations come up that are beyond your control that you have to respond to. And I think for anyone who's a new entrepreneur or even if you're, you know, you haven't made your first attempt at hiring offshore. And when I say, you know, off outsourcing or um, hiring offshore, I'm not talking about, oh, I just need some graphics done. Here's, you know, uh, $300 or a thousand or however many thousand to just get something one and done, right? I'm talking about having someone be around that you will correspond with on a regular basis to build your business with, right? It's two levels of outsourcing. One is that level of like, okay, look, I have this task. I need to have someone else do it. And the other one is the, hey, I have a series of tasks and I'm looking to build something amazing and I need to build a team. So you have to ask yourself whether you're outsourcing to just get a task done or if you're looking to really create a team. When you're looking to create a team, it gets tricky or trickier because this person has to have a consistent workflow. you got to enjoy working with them. They've got to enjoy working with you. And oh, by the way, they are 12 hours ahead of you. Let that sink in if you haven't been in that situation. So when it's... 10 a.m. your time, and you ready to rock and roll, take over the world, they're getting ready for bed, right? These are all the things that I had no idea that I had no idea about before I started jumping into the arena of outsourcing and looking to hire, right? So all that said, the key thing here is the number one mistake that's made, one is based really on ignorance right just not knowing what you're getting into but i think even further than that is really the mistake of not having anything in place like a structure or a system or a protocol that when someone does get hired they know exactly what to do so if you don't have a system in place or your system is kind of failing you perhaps it's time to either upgrade or reconsider what it is that you need to have in place in order for your next outsource hire or hires 
to really be an asset versus a liability, right? So anyway, um, I will speak more on this later, but I just you know, wanted to let you know and give you this cautionary aspect that outsourcing isn't necessarily the absolute answer. It's fantastic when you work out and figure out how you want to leverage it for the one and done situations, but it gets tricky. when you start thinking long-term, okay? So avoid the mistake of not having a system in place before you bring on board someone that you wanna work with long-term because then you're gonna have to train them as you try to get some quiet time to train yourself on how to create these systems, right? So avoid that. And uh, if you need support with this, I'm available. You can uh, reach out, got my information below. We can have a conversation about how to have you outsource responsibly and powerfully in 24 hours or less. All right. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Good people, good people, good people. This is Boomadu with the grind scheme of things. So today I come with a particular topic that's very near and dear to my heart, which is outsourcing. It's all about outsourcing and um, leveraging your time by empowering another person to get certain tasks or duties or responsibilities uh, handled in your absence, right? And uh, even if it's not in your absence, it's really uh, based on your own preferences and where you want to channel your energy in your business. So today I want to talk about the number one mistake entrepreneurs and, and, you know, of course, entrepreneurs, business owners, professionals, creatives um, are making when outsourcing or hiring a virtual assistant, whether that be on Fiverr or um, you're looking to have more of a long term relationship with your virtual assistant or outsourcing dynamics um, overseas. Right. In the case of the Philippines or maybe in some cases, um, India. Right. Which are some common places that entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, um, you know, go to when it comes to getting help. So that being said, let's talk about the number one mistake. Now, <clears throat> just to be very uh, blunt about this, there's always some number one mistake, okay? You know, you can go over the stats and someone does a survey of 500 entrepreneurs or 750 entrepreneurs, you know, they'll come up with their number one, right? Um, however, at the end of the day, whatever your number one mistake is going to be, it's going to be your number one mistake. Whatever another person is going to be there, right? Like everyone's got their number one mistake. Not everyone makes the same mistake when it comes to dating or marriage or parenting, right? Now, are there some common intersection points? Sure. But everyone's, you know, got their own differences and their own um, ways that they're kind of the same as well, right? So in this uh, instance, this is partly anecdotal and, um, and empirical, okay? So this number one mistake is really all about, is based on four things, okay? So inside of a model that I teach when it comes to leveraging and creating a certain amount of invincibility in your business, it's based on these four things, right? So you first have to have a system in place, right? In addition to have a system in place, it goes along with having a product that you're selling, right? And that product has to be really pos properly positioned in a way where um, it is desired and coveted and uh, in demand, okay? So, and that requires, of course, a little bit of uh, marketing and 
um, and, and in addition to the marketing, it requires also some great systems for selling. Okay. So, um, along with that, uh, product placement and product positioning is outsourcing. Okay. And then lastly, there's coaching or consulting. So SPOC, S P O C. So if you have some systems in place and you have a great product or service, right? Because sometimes your product is a service that you provide. Um, and you know you need to outsource it. One of the first things that happens, and maybe you might be listening to the gurus or trying to follow some influencer online who just tells you, oh, just outsource it, just outsource it. And or they give you the, you know, I think it's like, you know, onlinejobs.ph or something like that, which is like sort of the universal, um, you know, platform for all hiring that happens for virtual assistants or a lot of hiring that happens for virtual assistants in the Philippines, right? You go to some site like that and, and, and when it's told to you, it makes you feel like it's a cure-all, right? That it's just like, oh, my life is just going to get easier. I'm going to break generational curses with the level of success I'm about to get. And that's not the case, right? And so the mistake is the fact that, I mean, there's several, but the number one is that we don't actually have systems a lot of times, right? Because if you're going to outsource something, one, you're going to need a scope of work. What I, what I refer to as the scope of work. The scope of work doesn't, uh, is, um, this, it's similar, right? It could be identical to the duties and responsibilities for a job sheet, um, essentially like, um, you know, when you're hiring, you, you put out a job sheet for someone who wants to come in, you know, you're basically posting a job, a job posting, right? And that job posting is going to have the bullets. It's going to have the, um, you know, duties, responsibilities, everything in between job description that you need to be fulfilled. Most people don't even have this. And part of the reason why they don't have this, and even if they could get it, it's not easy, is that they don't have real systems in place already for what they do, so that when it's time to outsource it, they're basically transferring some bullets from their own worksheet and being able to externalize it in the form of a job description. So that number one mistake that's being made is that there's no systems that are that exist. They do not operate in a systematic way. That's the number one mistake. And not only that, they don't have any documentation or a consistent documenting um, protocol for their uh, work so that when they do hire someone, that person now has to jump into a pool of confusion that makes their job harder. And now the entrepreneur who feels like, oh my gosh, I hired a virtual assistant. My life, my problems are supposed to go away and they're not going away only because they didn't create an environment that made it easier for the virtual assistant to operate. I could go on about what I mean by making it easier for the virtual assistant to operate. I'm talking, you know, when you pass off the job to your VA or whoever you're outsourcing to, right? You notice that you got to give them instructions. And if you notice, depending on whether it's the language difference or, um, you know, sort of uh, mental capacity to handle complicated um, tasks, right? 
based on what you know and based on what they know, depending on what you're outsourcing. Sometimes we are outsourcing what we know and we know well. And other times we are outsourcing what we don't know that well. And then the person that we're outsourcing to knows a lot more about that thing, right? When you have those kind of differences, it's really important to get some things in black and white that you both are talking about the same thing about when it comes to getting a task completed. Otherwise, that person will complete the task and think that they're done and say, hey, look, I'm ready to get paid. And you're like, oh, oh, oh not so fast. What about this? What about this? What about this? And it's only because you weren't on the same page systematically, right? You didn't flesh it out. So I can't stress enough that S systems and the word Spock, that the lack of and not having a structure and not even sometimes knowing how to set up your own systems and structures is that number one mistake. And if you avoided it, it would save you some energy. And I want to use this acronym as well. When it comes to systems, right? S-Y-S-T-E-M. If it doesn't save you some time, energy, and money, you don't have a system. Listen to me. You don't have a system if it does not save you some time, energy, and money. S-Y-S-T-E-M. So without a system, you are asking for trouble. You are in trouble because you are making your your job even more difficult. What do I mean by making more, your job more difficult? You give someone, you know, hey, can you do this, this, that, and that, 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 that for me? They do it, but they have no specifications of how you need it to be done. The person, instead of sending you something in the form of a PNG file, sends it to you in the form of a PDF, right? Instead of sending it, to you, sending it to you as a JPEG, they sent it to you as a PNG. If they, instead of sending you, um, you know, MP3 files, they sent you WAV files. Why? Because you didn't have a standard of how you needed your files to be provided. Right? I mean, we, I could go on and on and on and on and on. And now let's talk about the on the fiber side of it. You know, in the case of fiber depending on what kind of service you're getting on Fiverr, right? Um, someone who's usually, the level of services that I'm asking for are usually under 100 bucks, okay? And I know they've gotten a lot more sophisticated, right? But if we're talking about services under 100 bucks, generally speaking, um, that service is usually going to be like a one-and-done service, right? A graphic, maybe some... Um, you know, just a test campaign for marketing initiative or something, something that's just, you know, a one and done. And the truth is, when you ask that person to do that work, they usually, you know, the system will tell you, hey, you send us this link, hey, send us the keywords, or hey, send us the files, right? Like they at least, if you can't take the cue of that, they at least give you some structure on how the work needs to be brought to the person that you're outsourcing to, right? So what makes you think you can get away with doing anything other than that, right? Just just think about it, right? Fiverr, home for thousands of, you know, freelancers and professionals, right? They're clear that if their business model is going to work for them to have a decent quality of service, 
they need to have these things in place. And so the same thing applies to you. Okay. So in another episode, or perhaps even a video series, I'll kind of walk through, I think, what I have come across and concluded are the key things that we all need to know and stick to if we want to keep our hair, okay? You don't want to lose nights of rest and keep your hair. Um, there are some things and some guidelines and some principles, I should say, that I think are really, really critical to follow in order for you to maintain your peace of mind when it comes to outsourcing and hiring, especially when it's offshore, right? Especially if it's someone who's remote, okay? So that being said, don't make this mistake, right? Don't miss it, make this mistake of not having systems in place. And you might be thinking, well, what's the, what am I supposed to do? I'm, you know, I'm already, I'm, I'm barely making it. I'm trying to, you know, do so many things. I'm wearing so many hats. I don't have time to create systems. It's okay. That's fine. Remember I said SPOC, systems, positioning of your product, outsourcing, and then that C is coaching or consulting, right? So coaching and consulting can actually really help you set yourself up to win, right? If you're someone who is looking for that, I definitely know a guy. And by know a guy, I'm talking about me. Why? Because one of the, sort of the secret claims to fame for me was being a project engineer for over $100 million in projects when I served and worked as an engineer. And if there's one thing that I learned along the way is that projects really move as a function of how well organized the project engineers and the managers are. And the project engineers are usually doing the grunt work from what's called document control, making sure that the current plans and the current specifications and the um, RFIs, which are requests for information, which allow the labor to um, get some clarity on things that are a little bit confusing, uncertain, or if there's things that just need to be a change order, right? There's a lot of moving parts as far as what it takes to execute on the job field, okay? Um, and I have the, the fortune of having been around enough, you know, big projects to kind of see how that worked. And so it, it lent itself for me when I came to this journey as an entrepreneur with how to think through jobs and how to think through projects and how to think through initiatives. So if I got that, have that experience, I um, <laughs> realized like, man, there's some people who could definitely benefit from this. So if you could benefit from that um, experience, definitely I am more than glad to impart some wisdom and knowledge to you by you know, just setting up a conversation strategy session where we can look at what you've got going on and set up some structures and systems in place for you to not have to suffer, right? And I had systems in place and there was still some level of suffering. And like I said, I've got other audios and videos and content to produce and create to tell the story of the challenges and mistakes and the more challenges that come with outsourcing, right? So that being said, set, start, you know, creating systems. Start thinking about how you want to file things and where you want things to be located from your G drive to your Dropbox to whatever your private service situation is like. It all matters, right? Especially if you plan on outsourcing, because when that person comes, 
they're either going to magnify the dysfunction of confusion that you already operate with, or they're going to help you accelerate your choice, your choice. Okay. All right. So I'll leave the information that you need. If you need to get a hold of me, of course, on the side of, you know, creating incident systems and getting some consulting, um, you can reach out. I'll leave that information for you. If you found this valuable and you're seeing this elsewhere online and there's a subscribe button nearby um, and a comment section, take advantage of it, right? Subscribe and leave a comment. But I look forward to working with some of you guys who, you know, were about to do that next hire and you realize like, oh, man, you know what? I do need to think about this. And you know what? I don't have a system in place. Man, I am walking into a burning building. Hmm. Maybe I should get some help. Yeah. If that's you, <laughs> let's have the conversation. All right. And uh, let's avoid that number one mistake of not having a system or having a structure in place or structures in place um, to empower your virtual assistant, right? Or whoever you outsource the work to. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. And I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for checking out the grind scheme of things. Hey guys, Boomadu here with the grind scheme of things. You know, one of the things about the entrepreneurial life, business owner life, is that we glorify it just like we do anything else in Hollywood, right? We make it sound so pretty and so sexy to be an entrepreneur. Um, while a lot of what it takes doesn't even get publicly addressed, outsourcing is one of them. And the process of outsourcing is riddled with dangers and risks, as well as rewards. And in this episode, one of the things I wanted to touch on was what I found and felt to be the number one mistake entrepreneurs make when outsourcing or hiring a virtual assistant. So if you're an entrepreneur, a creative, a business owner, or a professional that recognizes the need to outsource, but you don't even know where to start, this is a good episode for you to check out. All right, I'll talk to you soon.